Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to episode 93 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. This episode is brought to you by that awkward feeling you get when you know you're supposed to remember someone's name and you just can't. Okay. You're trying to think back when they first introduced themselves and then you realize all you were focusing on was not letting them do that weird thing where they go to shake your hand and they like grab all your fingers instead of your palm Mm -hmm. and you've got no idea what their name actually is. Is it your fault for not remembering it or is it their fault for just kind of being boring and bland? That's our first sponsor. I know. I know. You guys are like, how did you land that big of a sponsor? Are you guys living in mansions, driving uh, Rolls Royces? No, we're not. Speak for yourself. Yeah, Mondo does have a Rolls Royce. I'm sorry. Duh. And our second sponsor is Irwin Naturals. That's actually a real real brand. Irwin Naturals? Yeah. I-R-W-I-N. Irwin Naturals. Uh, They're not giving us money. Uh, They're not giving us any sort of products. And they don't know who we are. So I don't know if you can technically count them as a sponsor. But I do take a lot of their supplements. So basically you're saying you sponsor them. You know what, Mondo? If you put words together in any sort of order you want, you can make it sound like anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So, yeah. I sponsor them. They sponsor us. It's really just two sides of the same coin. I just brought them up because you were asking, like, what supplements do I take? Uh, so let's let's do a little, little compare and contrast. Let's see what we each take. So, mm. so like... Like, do you, do you, are your supplements broken up into like morning and no, night or you, no, just, you just have your one, your one dose of them? There's the three of the, three of the four are, are tum-tum related oh, tum-tum. And, and one is just like a general health. So I take fish oil, but you know, those pills and I, I don't, I'm not really particularly married to any particular brand. I just get the, whatever one's on spec one, you know, having a special going on. So fish oil is a good one. And then the other three I take are, there's one that's like a fiber slash, like a fiber supplement. And then there's another one called, it's a colon supplement with probiotics. And then the third one's uh, turmeric. So the three I take are all Tom Tom related. And I think those three are like, they say, don't eat them or don't take them on an empty stomach. Like they want you to, you know, eat them after a meal. So I'll, I'll tend to do that. Or like if I'm having a little breakfast, like a little pastry or coffee or something, then I'll take them with that but um yeah the the one i got going back a little ways uh i had a uh i had a colonoscopy um in 2000 2016 15 16 somewhere thereabouts cuz i was having really 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 bad tum problems and they you know, they did an, uh, I don't know if it's an MRI or they did a x-ray at least on my tum-tum and all this shit. And finally like, yeah, let's do a colonoscopy. All of a sudden was all after all was said and done. The, uh, is that the only time you've had one? Yeah. After all was said and done, the, uh, endo, whatever the fuck doctor you call him was like, Hey, here's these pills to take. And basically it's a, Fiber supplement that's supposed to be non-gas, like non-bloating oh, stuff. Interesting. So. Interesting. Do you know what makes it non-gas, non-bloating? It's it the the actual chemical makeup of it is calcium carbo carbonate. 
carbo something fill, carbo pie fill or some shit. I don't calcium carb carbo fill. Okay. So it's supposed to be not making more more gassy. I, I have also had one colonoscopy. Did I have I told you that story? Um, maybe. I was I was okay. So for uh, anyone fortunate enough to not ever have had a colonoscopy. The actual procedure, not that bad, because you're unconscious, like... Yeah, they gas you up, and you're out. <laughs> Mondo was pre-gassed, but <laughs> uh, I'll show myself out. But um, the the shitty part, no pun intended, is you have to fast for a whole day before, and you have to take all these laxatives, because they just want to flush out your system. They're, they're sticking a little camera up your booty hole, and yep. they don't want the, uh, the waters to be too murky, so to speak, right. when, when they're inspecting around. They don't want to go through a swamp. They want to go through blue waters. Exactly. So that that part is, is to me, the, the worst. You're, you're, it's like you're just drinking water. You can't, you can't eat anything except for what is it? You can eat Jello, but maybe I think it's like not red not, Jello. No red Jello. Yeah. Um, they 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 tend to like say eat broths that are that don't have anything in them. Like just like basically chicken broth or beef broth or something like that it's basically salty water salty flavored water and and then which on its own that'd be fine whatever you can go a day without eating you can go a couple days without eating but when you're pairing that with just a ton of laxatives oh laxatives so and fluid so you're just constantly shitting yeah not the best mm-hmm. not the best and then you're just peeing out of your butt like the whole day before like your procedure whenever you gotta take a shit <laughs> correct so i get there poop soup and, you know, like we're getting, you know, they're, they're about to do like the pre like check in and everything and like get me prepped. And they're, and the nurse goes, Oh, do you want to use the bathroom? Oh yeah. You, you did tell me this. Um, that's right. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll finish the story briefly. And I'm like, okay, fine. You know, I, and I go and I come back out and she's asking me all these questions and, she, and then she goes, okay. So, and what color, uh, is your, is your stool or like, what, what color, you know, was it when you went to the bathroom? I'm like, Oh, I, I don't know. And she's like, well, we, we need to know what color. Cause if it's, if it's, I can't remember what it was. If, you know, if it's this, if it's like green, then we can't do the procedure. And if it was this color, then we can do it. And I'm trying to explain to her, I'm like, I am colorblind. I cannot see yeah, yeah. that spectrum of the color. I'll field. be happy to shit in the toilet and you can take a look for me, but I, I can't. I know I, she could have, she was right there. And I, I told her, I'm like, it wasn't purple. I can tell you that much if that sets your mind at ease. So I had to go and repeat. I had to do the whole thing over again. The same back to back days, so I just didn't eat any solid, not even solid foods. I mean, it was just like like Wanda was saying, broth and and laxes for another day, and I was not a happy camper. No. So going going back to the to the supplements, uh, maybe I will have to find out what your non gassy fiber supplement is. Yeah. Give it a try. Mm-hmm. But I, Mondo, I've got a I've got an intricate and ever evolving supplement routine. Uh huh. So first of all. My my ones that that I take daily are I, I do now and this one I can't remember exactly what brand it is but I do I do take like a before meal supplement just for acid reflux and it's got stuff like slippery elm and like peppermint oil and it's just it's just things that are going to kind of soothe and coat your stomach mm-hmm. just to to naturally reduce some of the acid reflux uh, I don't know I have a ton of acid reflux anymore which which is good but that that one's in the daily. Uh, the, the other one that I, that I take, uh, I've been taking every day is like a joint health supplement by Irwin Naturals, sponsor of this program. 
Uh, and w- one of the things I like about Earlwood Naturals is every single supplement they make, they have some sort of omega-3. It's usually fish oil. Sometimes uh, it's one of the other oils, but they always have omega-3 in it. I also like their stuff because they see this is really just becoming an advertisement for Irwin Naturals. But they some supplements they put like they're like this has forty thousand percent of your daily recommended value, and it's like okay, you're just gonna like piss this out. Like this isn't really necessary. So they don't overload their supplements with more stuff than you need. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so just a, a joint supplement. It's got uh, like glucosamine, chondritin, MSM. Uh, a lot of things to, and then turmeric. Like it, it, I think I think their their tagline is it's supposed to like soothe, coat, and then there's like one more thing I forget, but it's supposed to help help your oh lubricate. How did, I, how did I forget that one? It's gonna rebuild, soothe, and lubricate. And you have to say it like that. They actually like spell at lu- lubricate with like five U's. Um, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't write the copy on their website. Mine. It's All not right. my fault. Uh, the the other one. I don't take this every day from them, but it, it's honestly for me. It's like one of the most immediately effective supplements I've ever 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 tried. Because you know, sometimes you're taking a supplement, and you're like, is this really doing anything? Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it placebo? Does it? And this one, you take it, and I have. T- I think it's better than. Coffee, honestly, it's Ginza Plus, Maca, and Rodalia. So, is that another pill you take that's got all those in them, or is it the same uh, Irwin supplement that you're talking about? Yeah, no, it's just it's just another. It's it, it is a supplement by Irwin Natural, so it's it's a pill. Got it. Uh, and wait, here I'll read their copy. Ginza Plus is specifically designed to promote general well-being and is especially suited for individuals who feel depleted due to overwork, excess stress, and inadequate rest. So. They've got ginseng extract, cordyceps. They've got like maca root and rhodelia in it, and it really does. Like it to me, like I, I definitely can noticeably and tangibly feel like an uptick in energy when I take it, mm-hmm. and it lasts almost the whole day. Wow! And it's not like um, it's not that like that jolt like of, of coffee. It's not like jittery or anything. It's probably not quite as as pronounced. But like I said, it, it's the whole the whole day. I mean, it'll go you know it'll be like a seven eight hours, and I don't I don't take that every single day. But for yeah, some of those days where I'm like oh like I'm just dragging, I need a little extra boost. I, I really recommend that. And then uh, I, they're they're on on gassy days. I'm not I'm not I'm not like a a, a black belt in gassiness like Mondo, but mm-hmm. like maybe maybe like a blue belt. Ooh, a little you know. I've, I've, I've definitely progressed past white belt because you, <laughs> you can't stay white belt very long when you're no. guessing. I mean, most people get to brown uh, pretty <laughs> pretty quickly. <laughs> Guys, poop jokes—you gotta love them. Um, yeah, but just activated charcoal is actually pretty good for that. And then uh, for for sleepy times, I like some magnesium. Just uh-huh. relaxes the muscles. And then I always every night I take valerian. And then when I like, if I actually like need to fall asleep asleep, then melatonin. Just I have like, like a one milligram. Though. I have a tea that I swear I swear by. It. Like if I'm if I'm feeling a little restless, like I just can't go to sleep, but I know it's getting like super late. And I know you're not supposed to drink too much. We talked about this out there. You're not supposed to drink too much fluid before you go to bed because then you wake up in the middle of the night wanting to take a piss. But this tea, you know, just drink a small whatever eight ten ounce cu- uh, cup of this tea. And I don't know what's exactly in there. I can read it later, but it that one does. Like if I'm feeling restless, like 
you know, it soothes me and like, I'm like, oh, I start, I'll start, all of a sudden I start yawning and then like my eyes get heavy. So I'll just go and lay in bed until I conk out. But I like that tea. My, my mama sent me that tea like a, a year back and I drink it like sparingly. I don't drink it all the time, but. Um, Do you know what type of tea it is? I don't know what time of tea. I know it's a, they just, it's called like a sleepy time tea from, I remember the name of the company is Bigelow. B-I-G-E-L-O-W, but I couldn't tell you what's in it. Is it possible it's a chai? I'll tell you off air. I'll tell you later. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a Tulsi? I can tell you off air. I can go get up off the chair and find out right now. But Hold, hold on. I'm going somewhere with this. This is actually like mostly rhetorical. You're not catching on. Mm. Is it? No, shit. No, I just lost the tea. I have a whole list of Indian-based teas. Because ah. you know who else really liked tea, Mondo? Among, among other things. Wait, <laughs> I'm just now getting like, wait, where's he going with the, duh, hello, hello, dummy. That's okay. It, it really wasn't that great, great of a, a segue, but we're doing Degenerate's History. Yeah. And uh, our, our prominent historical figure not only loved tea, he also loved nude young girls. Yes, he did. And you wouldn't have thought who this person, highly revered as like you know, a very well good goody good doer, Mahatma Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi, well revered goody good doer. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I meant to say. Gandhi is arguably the most famous spiritual leader in modern history and was responsible for the civil rights movement that eventually broke British imperial rule over India. He was known for peaceful acts of non-cooperation, including hunger strikes, boycotts, and a 241-mile march to the sea to gather salt, an act prohibited by a bizarrely specific edict of British laws. Wait, what, what, do, you, what do you think the, the genesis of that law was? You are not allowed to get salt if it's over 240 miles Wait, away from you. They, they had already... The British are always very forward-thinking, and they'd already anticipated uh, like the Gen Z and millennial... Uh, generation's fascination with sea salt and they're like no fuck off India <laughs> you can't have this va- valuable artisanal uh, additive have you ever had sea salt caramel ice cream on though I have it's it's delicious there's we'll, we'll, really quick I've, there's a brand of oat milk ice cream so it's not la- it's not lactose not, it's not uh-huh. dairy based and they make a caramel salt sea salt something oh dude <laughs> It's hard to, you know, but you know who couldn't have made those? It was not the, Gandhi. The, yeah, the, the Indians under colonial rule. Fuck uh, off. <laughs> Gandhi was revered as a holy man until he was assassinated by a religious fanatic, which sadly is what tends to happen to people like him. True that. But behind closed doors, dot dot dot. It's true that Gandhi took a vow of celibacy when he was 37. However, this did not stop him from heroically encouraging young women to sleep naked with him until he was well into his 70s. I, I, you know, there was a lot of really cheesy copy in this article. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave the heroically in there. Yeah. When you when you take into account he took a vow of celibacy, and let's let's suppose he kept it. I mean, he was dedicated. He really he really wanted to— he, Does celibacy he, mean you can't get a hand job? Yeah, I think I think nothing. I think he oh. was like he was like the David Goggins of blue balls. I thought it was like I thought it was just like no penetration. Do you know who head. David Goggins was? That I too know, obscure of a reference. Know who David Goggins is. Uh, anyway, he claimed that this was merely an extension of his vow, intended to test his pious restraint, according to the strict rules of Gandhi's ashram. 
These women weren't even allowed to sleep with their own husbands, yet they were all but required to participate in Mahatma's, Mahatma's creepy old man slumber parties, which included not only sleeping nude with Gandhi, but also bathing with him and giving him strip teases. Okay, hold on. Huh. Pause. Pause. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. Wait, so first of all, let's, 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 he was trying to reach another level of enlightenment, and he's like, I'm going to prove, I mean, yeah. that I'm just the ultimate blue ball champion. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. But the women weren't – so they were – some of the women were married, but they weren't able to sleep with their husbands? Okay, one – like, how did he enforce this? <laughs> Dude. I mean, I can't – I can't, you know, he's basically – he's uh Hugh Hefner, but in India. I mean, if you think about it, he's just a creepy old dude and just having, like, hot young chicks just – except for I think – uh I think what's his name uh, took the, took some blue pills to like actually you know put it in him. Yeah, yeah. No, no blue balls for half. Uh, only blue pills. But here's okay. Here's the here's the other part is is that he's like holding this up as like oh they're doing strip teases for me and this is bringing me closer to enlightenment. Yeah, Mondo, are all the sad sorry sacks that you see at strip clubs? Who are just sitting there watching? They're trying to reach enlightenment, dude. Yeah, are these are these potential future saints? I think so. They're not getting lap dances. They're not going to hookers. They're they're just you know they're like Candace on stage one, five dollars, ten dollars. Like they're they're doing God's work, Mondo. You know what? And, I, and this is what we're learning. We're viewing these people and these fine, holy, holy establishments. There's a reason why they're called gentlemen's club, duh. Because they're just being gentlemen. That's an excellent point. I mean, people are, are making uh, spiritual uh, spiritual pilgrimages to all these like shrines. And th- you should be going to Foxy's Cabaret. Yep. You guys have have misplaced your spiritual energies. So yeah, that's not even the shadiest part. Gandhi oh, th- th- that wasn't. <laughs> Ga- Ga- oh, fuck. <laughs> Gandhi took his eighteen year old grandniece on a trip with him to Bengal, Bengal. And commanded her to share the nudity bunk with him for the entire stay, a move he rationalized by telling her that they might be killed at any moment by angry Muslims. Oh, sure. You know, the, the nudity <laughs> bunk. <laughs> Is that something standard? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I was, you know, I'm, I'm imagining like they're booking like train tickets or whatever. It's like, now, would you like the uh, general passenger section? Would you like the sleeper car? Or would you like the nudity bunk? <laughs> So I got to say that I can't um, – I was going to – before we I read that last little bit about the 18-year-old grandniece, I was going to say as long as they're not related to him or young, you know, if he's like having these 30- and 40-year-old, you know, women, you know, lay in bed with them naked, he's not banging them, he's not like doing anything perverted, then oh, good, good for you, guy. But, you know, the whole – you know, when you get like kids that are too young or in this case someone related to him – it's kind of like, oh, dude, like, uh. why is there's almost always a relative involved in these cases? It's just a recurring theme. Fucking Gandhi. Why is that not discussed more? Why is everyone like, you know, because I didn't know all this stuff about Gandhi. I mean, I just thought like everybody else, Gandhi was a, you know, damn near saint, like martyr dude. And, but he, he had his perverted side. So I guess, I guess nobody's perfect is all we can learn from degenerate's history. Well, well, and I also love the rationalization, though. It's like. Oh, we might be murdered by Muslims. So therefore, the only logical course of action is for, for you to sleep nude with me. Yeah, get naked with me, and then all of a sudden, if uh, yeah, yeah, some... we won't, we won't, 
we won't get murdered because we're sleeping naked together. So what do you so what do you do if like let's say you're in like a you're in a building and it's getting like bombed, right? It's getting like shot at or whatever, and you're laying in bed with your eighteen year old grandniece. Do you like we're gonna die? Can I just put it in? Is that what he is that what you know what I mean? Is that kind of going this like are, are, are you are you asking this hypothetical as a what would Gandhi do or what would I do? What would Gandhi do? I mean, do you think he's just like fuck it? We're gonna die. Let me let me just put it in one last time before I die here. No, no. He's what, what Gandhi's gonna do is so. So here's the other thing. I mean, we're gonna read between the lines of some of this copy. Like Gandhi was walking around with a raging boner up until I'm gonna I'm gonna say the whole time. I think I think he had that much stored up testosterone and frustration from all these years of celibacy. Like until he died, he probably you know he had those flowing robes mm-hmm. that was to hide the giant boner. Well, probably not giant, but the, the little Gandhi boner. He probably had to like wrap it like a bunch and like tie it like really close to his torso so it wouldn't like doing. And like I I think that whole time he hadn't had sex. So in this this scenario you've concocted concocted. There's bombing. He's he's like he's like I'm about to die, and he, and then yeah, like he's got the boner ready to go. It's just been a perma boner this whole time, and then he initiates having sex, and then stops right before any sort of penetration and blows up, because that's like the ultimate test. This guy, this this man was a holy man. He was he was committed to unlimited blue balls, and then he goes to to Gandhi heaven, I guess. Gandhi heaven. Um, that was it for Degenerate's history. Moving on. The Florida man. Oh, wait. Was Gandhi Buddhist? I don't know. He wasn't Muslim. I do not know. I Did feel you, like we should know this. Your article uh, Your article does not does not say... Oh, he's Hin- he was Hindu. So, could he have been reincarnated? I don't or know. Or is that enough. Buddhism? I don't know. Well, B- Buddhism is like eternal, you know, you you reach enlightenment. You you die and you get reincarnated until your your I guess your soul or whatever eventually reaches uh uh enlightenment and then you move on to the next whatever. Reincarnation <clears throat> is a key belief within Hinduism. Oh, so it's the same as kind of more or less the same okay, as Okay, wait. Buddhism. Hold hold on, Mondo. What? What 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 year did Gandhi die? You, you he died in 1948 at age 78. No, it doesn't line up. Fuck. I was trying to see. I was like, what year did Gandhi die? And what year was Hugh Hefner born? Ooh. So and, he was reincarnated as Hefner is what you're trying to say. But no, Hef was born in, in 1926. Oh. So it doesn't line up. That that theory is struck down. We're, we're going to have to continue our, our studies and our pursuits and asking these deep and ponderous questions. But let's let's respond to some less deep and less ponderous questions on I thought we were doing uh, Florida Man Ask Reddit okay well we'll do that before we do Florida Man I guess Ask Reddit question number one Aaron what if you found the death note and so let's really quick because I think there's going to be some listeners that don't know what death note is yeah do you want me to sure. summarize it yeah yeah so in in Japanese culture there, there are the, these sort of almost like angels of death, these death spirits called Shinigami, who carry around these notebooks where they, they are like recording who who's going to die and how they're going to die. And there, there's a, a story, like, a, like an animated story about some high school kid 
that manages to get hold of one of the death notes, like the, the Shinigami's notebook, where he can write in a person's name and method of death, and the, that person will die like that. Yeah, so it's basically kind of like, a, I guess, what was that movie? A Final Destination is kind of like a, a spin or a twist on that. Well, except, sort of you, kinda. Well, except you can control it. That's yeah, the yeah. difference. It's like you, you're the one, you can choose who's going to die. I could be like Armando Ramirez, August 5th, Toilet explodes while pooping. There you go. And then, and then that's how you die. So, and 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 so, in essentially, the person that holds these death notes or this notebook thing can kind of more or less, you know, commit murder. Like they have the ultimate control over someone's fate. Yeah, yeah so, you're, you're you're a minor murder god. So yeah, they they've been you know they've made some animated anime movies and ma- manga and all this shit based off of death note. This kind of mythology, if you want to call it that. So, Aaron, if you found this death note, if it was a real thing and you found the death note notebook thing, what would you do? So, in the, the death note story you just mentioned, mm-hmm. he, like, this kid's trying to be altruistic in his mind. Mm-hmm. And he's just he's just death noting, like, thousands and thousands of murders and, and convicted felons. And then he kind of gets overboard and it's this whole cat and mouse thing because they figure out, oh, someone is someone is doing this. See, I, f- I feel like I would be much, much smaller scale and like a little bit more petty with it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to say like I-, I would I would I would probably use it like maybe once a year. Mm-hmm. It would be someone who I feel like just needed to die anyway. Like you're I'm like this person's close, right? I'm I'm just I'm just helping natural causes along. And like no one would even be that surprised. You're like, oh yeah, that person died. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to think like who, who would actually be, do you, but do you think you would do it for like altruist or tr- in your mind, like that character in the, in the, in the, in the manga anime thing, in your mind, do you think you would start altruistically at, at first? first. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd get, for sure. then you'd get pretty petty after a while. That, that's the, that one that's hard to know, right? Yeah. Like it might be like, oh, this, this person has, uh, caused, incalculable suffering and you know like some some despot of uh of 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 a like third world country who's just torturing their citizens and they're old and they just won't give up power and i'm like okay this is this is my time i'm just my one death note a year uh and then i and i write their name and then like and that's where i think it would start and then like 15 years later i'm like all right this dickhead canceled my appointment you know what like (laughs) Damn you, Jeff Bezos! You res- you raising Netflix or what is that? Uh, Amazon Prime for six bucks a month to nine bucks a month. You motherfucker! You, you, you said my Amazon package was going to get there on Thursday, and it got there on Friday. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Dude, would you kill Jeff Bezos? No, no. I just, I you know, like. But would you talk- kill Jeff Bezos? I don't know that I would kill him. I don't. He hasn't done anything wrong to me. I mean, I don't. I don't. Whatever. I mean, he he is part of a silent ruling class that's kind of. Like fucking everything up for the rest of us. Yeah. Well, that, there's a lot of those though. There's a lot of people. It's not just him. Is, is that it? You just kill. What happens if you just kill all the billionaires? Where does that money go? To their wills, to their fucking next of kin, or to their I wives guess. or whatever. I don't know. But don't, they won't be. They won't be Doctor Evil about it. At least maybe you would just hope that their successors aren't as fucked up and twisted. Well, because Jeff Bezos is just straight up Doctor Evil. Yeah, kind of. Oh, I mean, no, he, he, he. Is one of the few people who's ever had a hair loss procedure just so he could look more like a supervillain. 
Yeah. He's, yeah. And his eyes all fucking, he's got one eye that's all fucking blinky, winky. All, he, yeah, he was, he fits a lot of characteristics of most like evil. Do, do <laughs> guys straight up in like, oh, like we need to focus on space. So, because Earth is not salvageable, it's just going to be a complete train wreck. And, you know, my, my billionaire ruling class can go live amongst the stars while the rest of you die on, you know, terra firma. It's like, thanks, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Super villain origin story. What would you do with the Death Note Mondo? I used to hold a lot of grudges with people. I I used to be that petty where I would hold like grudges, especially a lot younger. I think I still have a very, very short list of people that would be on my Death Note, but I got to admittedly like none of the, <laughs> none of the names in that list are um I didn't commit serious crimes. I just People that have wronged me this way or that way that are just shitty people, I'm like, yeah, you don't, you don't need to be alive. Like, yeah, I, 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 I'm like, I'm afraid of giving any details, like even the slightest details of some of these people, because I think it would give away who these people might be, and it would be like, ooh, Armando's kind of fucked up in the brain, but you know, who doesn't already know that? I guess. The the sticking point with me on that is. I think I've lived long enough to to be like, ooh, but what if I'm the shitty person? Yeah. And, you know, it's it's all by degrees, right? Like, these per- people might be shittier than I am. Yeah. But, like, what if I'm, like, a lot shittier than I think I am? Yeah. Oh, no. And then, and then you know, it's what if what if you're not the hero of your own tale? You're the supervillain. I, yeah, I absolutely know that I'm not perfect and I've got flaws and, and um, no, you know. No, don't try, say that. You're perfect. Try to, you're perfect, you're try perfect to, be, to us, Mondo. Try to be better when I can, but... I know I got some issues just like all of us, but I don't know. I, uh, yeah, there'd be for sure. I would, I would say, I would say I could count them in one hand how many people would be just magically disappeared. <laughs> like, <laughs> oops. What, what, do you remember so and so? Like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Let's put- all right, quick. I mean, quick. This is very vital. Mondo, am I, am I on this list? Is this oh, pod- no, 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 has no, this no. Podcast been a long con this whole time? No, 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 no. Guys, why does he keep winking when he says that? No. No, he's, he's if you're, just, he says no and he's doing this big exaggerated wink. I don't what does that mean, Mondo? Absolutely not. <laughs> People that are watching it on YouTubes and Twitches know that you're lying and you're full of shit. Thank you very much. But um no, I would I would, you know, like you, I think I would be I would try to be quote unquote benevolent and going after people like you know, shitty dictators or people that are doing like like horrible work. Like if okay, I'll give you an example. If like Hitler was alive today, hmm, he's going on my death note. Like people that are, we just know are doing, you know, shitty things to other people. Like just downright just being shitty to other people. Like uh, I would try to go after those people too. But I I wouldn't do. See, I wouldn't do the one. I wouldn't lim- limit myself to the one name per year rule that you came up with. Like I would just. Fuck you. I, 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 no. fear, I fear that would be a slippery slope and I would get carried away. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, once per month. And, uh, you know, what's a week? Well, and also, <laughs> I feel like with this stuff, there's always unintended consequences, right? Like, what if, what if in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, you know, I think these politicians, I, I don't think I'd ever death note politicians because that's just, that's just a little bit too confusing. And it's like, and what if, because what if I think, oh, I'm really doing a great thing and I like death note these like 15 politicians. And then they end up being replaced by people who are like 20 times worse. And I'm like, oh, no, I did all this. That or like, uh, you know, you you death note someone and then their entire country's economy just takes a fucking shit. Not that it will, but I mean, some might. Like some might be greatly impacted by, you know, the whole butterfly effect, how 
other shit like effects, mm-hmm. other shit. But anyway, I I love how as a culture we completely understand and have embraced the butterfly effect, yeah. but we also don't understand how climate change works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's read some of what the users on Reddit have had to say. Yeah, Reddit. What do you User orange green purple one twenty three writes, "Whose ever name is?" And they pointed up. I'm sorry, my one year old killed you with his crayons. Uh, okay. Okay. User Baron underscore Meliadis writes, "Look around for the nearest goth kid who dropped their notebook." Hmm? They're gonna apparently they're gonna return the death note. Yeah, I guess. Uh, user accountant OK328 writes, I would do nothing because the sheer thought of Ryuk being anywhere near me would cause me to shit myself to death. Oh, that's a good point. I guess the, the death spirit, the Shinigami is Just like hanging lurking around. around. No, it's fine. I mean, you know what? I, I need to expand my social circle. I'm down with it. Yeah. I can't, you know what? I can't be discriminate. Like spirits of death. Yeah. It's fine. I'd be buddies with it. Hang like, hey, dude. Hey, let's fucking have some, some coffee and kill some people today. Okay. Hey, hey, Spirit of Death, do you want to watch UFC? It's like, it's in your general alley. Like, come come hang out with us, you know? Uh, last one I'll Ma- read for Ma- that. Mondo's really upset. He's like, oh, no, I'm going to lose this bet. And the Desperate's like, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you, G. Um, last one I'll read. User Sandcakes writes, does the Death Note accept if and or statements could write some nice code to start to sort a lot of things out? Oh, I understand what they're saying. If such and such does this... Then correct. Got it. Well, that was it for Reddit question number one. Reddit question number two. If you owned an 18 plus theme park, mm-hmm. what attractions would you put in? Sure. Uh my I would I would have a, a sort of haunted house style ride. It would really be like aimed at the like the kind of like 30-something demographic. So it's like it's like you walk in and the the first room, it's called the your living room ride. And it's like a living room, like that kind of looks like yours, but it's just got way nicer furniture than you could afford. You're like, oh fuck, that is what I would have picked out if I, if I had like ten thousand dollars of disposable cash. And then instead of having like people dressed up in scary costumes trying to like scare the shit out of you, it's like you just like sitting down in your really nice living room, like you have like a like, you, like what's the alcohol that if if money was no object you would buy? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I've never thought of uh, just like whatever. Just like a, I'll, I'll, some expensive ass bottle of wine that I could never afford, like yeah. a fifty bajillion dollar bottle of wine. I'd probably get something like that. There's just like there's just a glass of that, and it's not the actual wine. It's just a mock up replica of it, uh-huh. so you can feel like you're drinking uh, expensive fancy wine. And then instead of you know the the maimed, uh, deranged looking like hor- you know, person in a costume coming and trying to scare you, it's just like a like a Really, really like hot woman, um, just 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 normal and just walks in and is like, oh, like like you're so great, like oh, I'm so happy to see you. My day is just so much better. Like I love you. And then she just walks out, and you're like, oh, you just get a little boost. You're sitting in your living room. Hot woman walks in and and just gives you compliments and then leaves. That's it. That's my ride. I'm very confused by your 18 plus theme park. <laughs> see, see I, so I, it's just a tease. It's just a tease of the shit you can't have. It's, it's, you know, it's like the haunted house is meant to scare you. And this is just, just meant to give you like a little bit of like an ego buzz. Ah. It's, it's like, cause I, I, I think when they phrase this question there, when they said 18 plus, they're thinking like, Ooh, like weird, sexy stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, like what do adults really want? <laughs> like, I'm 
Go to, go to bed by like seven or eight. Yeah. Like, sleeping in every day. I want like home ownership. I want to just like be able to chill and have a nice beer. I want some some validation uh, from a significant other. Boom. Done. Put that in a ride. My, my immediate eighteen thought to the 18 plus was all the sex stuff. I thought like... <laughs> So you know those um I'm I don't watch this type of porn but like when looking for porn you will see like clips of like women using like crazy toys like like shit that has like um like a dildo that moves like on a fucking giant oh, piston I, I, or something I thought you meant like the the 10,000 piece Lego sets No 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 Those are pretty crazy man have no. you seen them So very complex So immediately I thought of like um like you know how when you get into a roller coaster, they strap you in and you like you get all safe and shit. Like I immediately thought of like, well, for the women, it'd be a saddle that they sit on that's you get strapped into that has like a giant rod and it, oh. and as they're going through the ride, this thing like is vibrating and moving and shit. So you're like you're going through the ride, this roller coaster, and then you're fucking going getting off at the same time. And then for dudes, very similar. Instead of it being a rod, it's prostate. Like, yeah, sure. It's like I mean, a, it could also be a rod. I don't want to do that one. How are you going to clean this ride, Mondo? What is I, what is what is the sterilization process? You got to wear con- contraceptives, I guess, and, and they're disposable, and then they clean them, and they fucking use the uh, COVID stuff to clean it off, so that there's no bacteria and everything. But yeah, so you're going on a ride, and you're getting fucking sexually stimulated. You you know, or also like you know how like they make those three D shooter rides. Like, have you been to Disneyland where they got the one where you put on glasses? And and things are kind of in sort of three D, and you're shooting at like like targets as the right is moving. You're shooting targets, and you're like accumulating points. What if it was something like that, but you're wearing goggles and there's like sexy shit going on, and you're shooting at shit. And the better your score is, like, what, what, what are you shooting? Targets along the walls as you're moving through this ride. This like you know. The, Do you get aroused by shooting things? No, but what I'm saying is like the more you shoot at shit, the more you're you're Whatever is like attached to your genitalia, the more it vibrates or makes you feel sexually stimulated. So, so for you, there's a clear link between shooting things and being sexually stimulated. No, no, not really. But I think but that's I think, what you just said. No, no, I, I'm saying there's a ride like that, uh-huh. and then a ride that that takes the same concept, so that you have something you're trying to win. You're trying to achieve like a high score, so that you just fucking nut everywhere. You're just like. <laughs> Mondo gets the the uh, $500 million of funding he needs to build this theme park and is promptly shut down by health services. Yeah, that's all right. They're like this, this whole thing is a walking health violation. Sorry. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta like, uh, you gotta like take a, a, a STD test before you're admitted into the park and, and you're wearing like, you know, shit to like not, nut everywhere. Every, and then there's people cleaning it. <laughs> How much are those people? What is the hourly going rate for the the the? Uh, it, wait, there's a name for that in the porn industry. What is it like the? Oh, I can't remember because the fluffers. I, the, no, fluffers are in the front. That, they're the ones that are getting the people aroused. Uh-huh. The, the performers. There's a name for like like the the, the squeegee slash. Oh, artist. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know that was an actual uh, profession. <laughs> but yeah, was, what? How much are? How much are you getting paid to do that job? Like what? What is the dollar Not amount enough. where this person's like, you know what? I could make fifteen dollars an hour at this de- like Denver McDonald's, or <laughs> yeah, I I, can, I don't 
Yeah, I've never been to like a peep show or like one of those things like that. But apparently, like some of those employees are not like the they're like the, the dregs of society, and they're the, and some of them are kind of already like not all there, like kind of sexual deviant type of people. This theme park has to exist out of the country. It's not in the U.S. It just could, it just couldn't happen. I'm trying well, to think. Well, like Nevada is a lot of Nevada's pretty liberal with the sexy stuff. Yeah, it I would th- have to be in Nevada, like in Vegas somewhere. I I, I think I think you need. A country that is both uh, just very, very desperate for any sort of like revenue. Uh, the 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 people of the country are poor enough where they're like, oh, I can be like a splooge mopper for. <laughs> 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 like, I, I can feed my family for a month on on you know a week's salary of, of splooge mopping, and like they'll do like they will do it. And but then it also like a lot of those countries are kind of. Uh, I don't know if sexually repressed, but like I don't think they would be down with that religiously. Don't or, ruin my sexual no, no, amusement tra- park. There's somewhere that this would work. I'm trying to zone, zero in on it so you can build out this business plan and fulfill your life's dream. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have to do more research, yeah. but it's it's out there. Your dream's not dead. Some of the other users on Reddit responded to that question. User Mud Island, and here I am just innocently thinking about a ride where you get to shoot zombies. Okay. User Main Butter writes a petting zoo because adults love goats too. Ooh. Oh wait, hold on. This is a real thing. Have you ever heard of goat yoga? I have. That I drove. I drove. <laughs> I drove past uh, someplace near like the Colorado Mills Mall, uh-huh. and there's this big sign for goat yoga. And I was like, "What the fuck?" It and literally, it's it's you go. You're like outside and you're doing yoga. And there's baby goats. They're just climbing all over you. Yeah, they're like they're like oh human jungle gym, and you just do yoga while baby goats climb all over you. People pay for that shit. I don't know why. Don't get it. But hey, hey, if you don't knock it until you've tried it. Um, the last one I'll reach with that question. User Angel Guardian Double O Two writes: An adult sized playground, slide swings, everything fun from when we were kids that weren't that we're too big for now. Giant sandbox, maybe just a fun place to hang out and play like kids again. How big is this person? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I don't. I, I mean, yeah. It's like it's your a little bit too large, but like, can they not fit? I mean, there's. Have you not just gone on a playground slide recently? I have not. Really? Yeah. So I, you know, I go. I like to usually at night, but like I go walking and everything, and every so often pass by, by a playground. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go down that slide. Do you? Sure. Wow. I mean, like probably like like three, four times a year. Wow. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, why not? I think the last time I may have gone on like little kitty amusement things like that are when I would take like my niece and nephew out and about to go to the park or do something fun with them. And maybe I would go on the swings with them or something like that. But it's been a long time. I, I took Finn. There's there's a uh, elementary school next to my house. And I took my dog Finn. And he's like, oh, what are we doing? What are we? I'm like, yeah, no, Finn, go up here. Go up here. You know what? That's a good point. And then he, he went sliding down the slide. And I don't think he liked it. But you know what? You got to expand his horizons. I, I may have to do that. I don't think. Did we talk about this yet on, on the, the podcast? That I'm going to be a dog dad pretty soon? I don't. Yeah, we did. Okay, but well, we anyway, could, we could we could revisit no, it. No, I was just gonna, brief. I was just gonna say briefly that like yeah, I guess in in a couple weeks or no, like in a month's time or so, I'm gonna have to go to drive to California and pick up a dog. So I might have to do what you said, go to the park and take little pupper with me and go on, because because uh, the Australian cattle dog, the blue healers are are like they need to be very active. They need to be mm-hmm. out doing crazy shit. So I may have to do that with he or she when I. 
pick this pupper up, go on slides and shit like Aaron it does three or four times a year. Yeah. Uh, that was it for Reddit question number one or two. Sorry. Moving on to our scheduled last segment, Florida man. A uh, woman with pitchfork whip arrested outside Publix in Florida. Here's what troopers say she was doing. Bef- I, I don't know if the article answers this question, but what is Publix? Does that it- is a grocery store. Okay. Um, Lisa Ann Sloan. Because when I thought Publix, I thought it was like a sex shop. Just for the way it's spelled. Yeah. No, it's a grocery store. Uh, anyway. Down south. Lisa Ann Sloan, 56, faces aggravated assault charges in Lake County. A woman accused of waving a pitchfork and black whip in front of a public store was arrested Tuesday in Lake County, according to an arrest affidavit. The public manager told deputies that Lisa Ann Sloan, 56, was trying to sell teddy bears behind the store in Mineola earlier that day, the Florida Highway Patrol reported. Now, first of all, I'm not going to criticize her for bringing a pitchfork or a whip. I mean, those are things that anyone just might have and want to bring with them to a Publix. uh, (laughs) Because... But my my issue is with her business sense. She's trying to sell the teddy bears behind the Publix. You gotta you gotta get a prime location, right? What Where do you think the Girl Scouts do? They go up front, exactly. When people are walking in, and you bug them for their spare change. So, like, I think yeah, ideally, like you walk out of Publix on your right. There's some Girl Scouts. You're like, oh, do you want the Samoas? Do you want the Thin Mints? And on your left. There's uh, a deranged lady with a pitchfork and a whip selling teddy bears. And you're like, do I want the cookies or do I want the Mm. teddy bears that has this kind of weird stain on it? I don't really know what that is. I want to live adventurously. I'm going to get the teddy bear. But no, she's behind. Terrible business sense. Continue. Dummy. Uh, The manager manager told Trooper Sloan used a pitchfork to stab a minivan, (laughs) the reporter said. The manager also said the owner of the vehicle did not want police involvement and would fix the damage on their own, according to FHP. Okay, that's very suspect. You're right. Why, why would you not want police? They're like, I'm just going to pay for this? Yeah, they probably have expired tags or the stolen the stolen van or something. They don't, no police involvement. No, no, nothing you see here. Mondo, mm. I'm going to posit this. I don't know. I'm not saying this is true, but for the rest of the article, just, just view it through this lens as okay. a possibility. All right. This lady is actually a demon hunter. Ooh. I mean, if you were a demon hunter, would you not probably carry a pitchfork and a whip? And like she can see things that we can't, and that that minivan, that was that was that was a, a a demon trying to suck the life force and the souls out of the kind and upstanding patrons of the Publix supermarket, mm-hmm. and she was defending them. And the reason they didn't want to press charges because they're like, oh no, we're gonna get found out as a demon. You know, keep your your Earth law out of this. We're gonna just do battle in the demon realm, and she she's actually our savior. That sound, you know, what's funny is I don't think you've seen this show, and I haven't seen it at all either. It sounds kind of sort of like uh, Winona Earp. Have you ever heard of that show? No. Really quickly, this isn't this isn't a, a, a bitch and purge segment, but Winona Earp is basically she's a descendant of Wyatt Earp, and she has Wyatt Earp's gun or something like that that can basically like kill these like to the naked eye. People don't know certain people that exist, that coexist with us in uh-huh. life, are like demons. And so right. she goes around like hunting these demons with Wyatt Earp's magical gun. It's very spirit, very um, sci-fi, like, you know. So, so this is the Florida woman, uh, yes. Winona Earp. Got yes, it. but she uses a pitchfork and whip instead of a Wyatt Earp's gun. I mean, those are, frankly, pitchfork whip, way more badass demon yeah, hunting yeah. paraphernalia. 
Uh, troopers ordered Sloan to stop, but she refused to put the weapon down and walked away, according to the rest yeah, affidavit. Fuck no. You don't put your magic picture down. Duh. Fuck off, cops. You don't, you don't want that weapon to be in the wrong hands. No, yeah. If the demons get it, like, Earth is just... Is, Doomed. It's, yeah, we're, we're all going to perish. Of the, course. The report said Sloan unbuckled her seatbelt after being placed in a patrol car and began kicking at the window. According to FHP, Sloan appeared to be highly intoxicated on a stimulant drug, but did not have an odor of alcohol. <laughs> we're, we're learning more about demon hunting. Meth, apparently very crucial to killing demons. <laughs> Maybe that's why she's seeing demons to begin with, that she's all fucking tweaked that, out. That's how you see. That's how you cross into the spirit world, Mondo. I've heard people say that when you're on meth, I mean, it's like it, you're, uh, you're seeing it in another dimension. Uh, after being asked about her cut marks and bruises, I almost said cunt marks. Those two. <laughs> After being about asked about her cut marks and bruises, Sloan said she felt no pain anymore and that God was in control. Oh my God! You were right, dude. Holy Did shit! Did you read this before? I didn't read this beforehand. I didn't read it, by the way. Uh, Sloan is being held in Orange County Jail and she's being charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon with a five thousand dollar bond. Can we? Uh, is there a Kickstarter for this this savior of humanity? Yeah. Let's get on that. Yeah. I mean, I think I think we have. Sort of cracked the code. That's yeah. exactly what was happening. Yeah. This, this this lady, I mean, she's gearing up. She's she's taking meth for us. Yeah. yeah. To save us. And what do we do? We fucking put her in jail. Her, and How dare we? Yeah. Her, her sacrifices are not being appreciated by the Florida police. Yeah. Pitchfork and whip. If I saw like a woman with a pitchfork, I honestly, unless they were attacking me, I'd be like, just, I would just kind of like, nothing to see here. I just walk away and like not. You know, not inv- not interact with this this strange person, this strange demon hunter. Wise course of action. Yeah. Um, that was it for Florida Man. What's been going on with? Oh, by the way, I'm wearing my Tom Segura shirt. I know last week we talked about how I was going to go to a Tom Segura comedy show, like right after the um, our episode was recorded. Went to Tom Segura show. It was amazing. It was. So I, I I know when like I was in junior high, I kind of listened to a little bit of hip hop and R and B stuff on the radio, like not a ton of it. The show started with DJ Cash Money, a very well known like uh, DJ from that era, from like the you know late eighties, nineties, you know R B hip hop stuff. So DJ Cash Money did like a thirty to an hour set. I couldn't tell you, I was a little buzzed. I drank a few little beers before getting there, and um, but he the, the and that's not type, my type of music, typically. Like, I'm more into rock and that kind of stuff. But, my God, this fucking DJ just put the energy at the right level. Like, it made me feel nostalgic. It made me feel, like, happy. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to enjoy this. This is going to be a good time. People were, like, getting up in the middle of the thing, dancing and shit. Like, like the DJ started the show off fucking beautifully. And then uh, they had a female comedian that I've never heard of before named Amy Miller. She was, she's wearing like a, she's a heavier set gal and she's wearing like a gown, kind of like a, like a going out, like a fancy dinner type of gown. Like not, not like, you know, a t-shirt and jeans. Like she was dressed like pretty, pretty nice, pretty fancy. So when I see this woman going up there on stage, I'm like, oh, this, this comedy is going to be very clean, very, you know, it's not up my alley. It's going to be some fucking boring shit but no dude she proved me wrong she just, she got just as raunchy as tom segura can get and some, some dark stuff yeah. that you, you realize he picks the opening act right? yeah 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 she was fucking amazing never heard of her before follow her on instagram i followed her and she uh 
you know, I posted a thing on Instagram and she liked the, whatever the post I made about how, you know, they did well. Um, follow her on Instagram at, let me find it. Uh, it's just Amy Miller comedy, the way it's spelled, the way it's sound. She was amazing. She was funny as fuck. And then, and then, uh, Jeff Tate, who I've heard of the name of before, and I've seen some comedy stuff of his before. He was good. His final joke, his closing joke, I won't do it justice, so I won't, I won't, I won't retell the joke well. I won't do it very well. But it has to do with the ability to vote or not vote, and uh, for the you know U.S. elections, presidency, and how you are eligible or illegible to vote is basically based. Wait, what was that second one? Eligible or ineligible? In ineligible. I said it wrong. Ineligible. <laughs> you caught me. So it's either how you're eligible or ineligible to vote. Based on question one, stop it, (laughs) fuck you, is based off of the word how people misspell there all the time. The three, you know, Uh but again, the joke is based about amazing fucking final joke, and everyone just fucking went nuts with his closer. Um, and then Tom Segura, fucking the man, the myth, the legend, did uh, you know, his set, and it was all new material, enjoyed every bit of it, and then at the very end of it. Um, DJ Cash Money did like a, like a closing going out set. Amazing show at Ball Arena. Amazing, amazing show. I can't wait to to see another show like that again. Um, but it was a good time. Cool. What's new with you? Couple things. So finally, finally cleared permitting. Like I have the permit to build a house, and it's only good for 180 days. I'm like, oh fuck. Uh, apparently, you can you can renew that, and then. Of course, as soon as the permit actually comes through, I can't get a hold of any of the contractors. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And I'm like, hey guys, like we need we need to start like now. Yeah. Uh, or else I'm just gonna have a giant like weird swimming pool in this this yard. Like we're, it's gonna be winter and there'll be like a foundation, but there'll be no house. Yeah. Just like a big concrete hole in the ground, and uh, and then I also I also I had done a rough version of this before where I'm like actually you know seeing all the costs and, and then funds available but i did a very elaborate excel spreadsheet Ooh. with pretty colors Ooh. there's some, some some different blues there's a couple of like blue greens very very spicy um hey i thought you were colorblind i'm not like a dog it's not black and white uh there's just certain colors that like like red and brown uh well, it's actually no it's not even it's like green and brown it's it's a trouble like red and green i'm okay Red, red and brown is is a problem. Green to brown is a problem. Blue to purple is a problem. But then I like, and I updated it with with instead of estimates, like all the actual like bids and everything. And I'm like, oh, to finish this house, I'm at least negative eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> Fuck. That's all you need. That's it. Easy. Just won the lotto real quick, dude. I thought about it. <laughs> I was I was coming home from a hike and. Um, you stopped at like a 7-Eleven or something just to get, cause I, I was really thirsty uh-huh. and I saw the lotto tickets and I was like, Oh wait, there's this like set for life lottery where you get, I think it's, you get like $5,000 a yeah. week. And I was like, fuck it. You know what? You can't, you can't win if you don't play the motto of poor people everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to buy one. And then I started to buy one. I was like, wait, this is $50 for a ticket. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the mega millions has reached like uh, some, crazy number right now it's like a bajillion dollars i couldn't tell you but it's like it's it's really high it's really 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 high it 
it is oh, it's just like it, lottery is the weirdest concept to yeah, me because we as a society like collectively like we're fine with it we're like oh yeah like we're all gonna indirectly contribute all this money and then one person gets it but instead when it's like oh we're gonna all contribute this money and then we're gonna use it to pay for like public schools people are like no fuck taxes we don't like it yeah 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 I mean, I whatever. That's that's a whole separate thing. But the the other the other maybe more relevant to this podcast is uh, I'm like I the, the room that I've been using is sort of like a study slash living room. I I I've barely been using for for like a, a TV living room area since I built that basement television room. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna convert this to a studio. I'm gonna I'm gonna set it up. It's a pretty big room. It's like 14 by 14. Mm-hmm. So like I'm gonna set up like one area where if I want to record YouTube videos and stuff, I could do that. Uh, and then I'll just have like a little area where I can edit and, and do graphic design and video work. But he- here's the question: If if I build a little little corner that is more like a traditional like podcast studio, would you be up for recording at least like some episodes of the Degener- Degenerates Clubhouse there? Yeah, we can try. Cool. Because I, I wanted to ask you that because I I I'm gonna have at least part of the room like a d- darker blue. Mm-hmm. So I've painted some of it like just like a, a sort of like warmish like off white. Mm-hmm. But I th- yeah I think for the background it'd be cool if we had like like a dark blue because that's sort of in our um, you know like in our logo and everything like that. And I was trying to figure out how much of the room do I paint. So Mondo, when I, I don't go, know. when I go back, no, I know I'm gonna paint I'm gonna paint like a, the back third of the room this blue. And then I can I can worry about setting up a little podcast studio. Yeah, know. the soundproofing is anyway. We won't. Yeah, we can talk about that off air. Yeah, I think I think having used my apartment as a multi-purpose apartment slash podcasting, it's it's gotten. I mean, it was a hell of a lot better than what we were when we started. Remember, I was recording the shit from my fucking car for a big long period of time. Ah, <laughs> uh, the fabled car episodes. Yeah. Like literally in my car with the with the car running, yeah. So I can get the the um, and then you'd stop and you're like, oh, someone's looking in the window. Yeah, like, <laughs> what is this guy yeah, doing? <laughs> yeah, let me let me drive off to a little more private area. You're you're, you're <laughs> well, you think, you think it, wasn't there one where you were recording it like you're at like a park or something? Yeah, oh, a lot of those were at a, I was at a park. And I was like, God, Mondo, Mondo's gonna get arrested as like a sex offender. <laughs> like, yeah, a lot of, a lot of those. I'm 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 sitting in this Nissan Altima coupe. With like a microphone in my hand and the laptop next to me, and I'm just talking my headphones and shit, and just you know, and people like walking by, are like, "What the fuck is this weirdo doing?" But yeah, we've come a long way from where we were to where we are now, and you know, it's fun. Well, because I, I definitely think just for some of the visual elements, like say, like we'd recorded that Florida Man one, and it was a little bit more uh, visually put together. Like I think we could just crop that as a segment. And then just post it in the Florida Man section in Reddit. I don't know. I always get a little bit too worried about production value. Yeah, that's one. I, I like that stuff. I like like the idea of like, oh, how do we? How yeah. do you actually like produce like a real, more like refined thing? Where I think a lot of the best internet content, they it's they don't give a shit about what their backdrops are or anything like that. They're just putting stuff out there. But yeah, I don't know. That's me. That's my hangup. Um, any other news? Any other? Updates, topics you want to address? Nah, you know what? That's good. What are, what are we at? Like 56 minutes? Oh, we're well over an hour. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're an hour and like, I don't know, I guess like a minute or two. Okay. Like anyway. I'm, I'm good. So yeah, that was it for the episode. Thanks for listening and watching. We appreciate you guys. And and again, 
thank you to any listeners, whether you just listen to it casually or listen to it uh, religiously. Send us segment ideas. Tell us what you liked about our podcast. Tell us what you thought we sucked at. Um, it won't. It, it don't hurt my feelings. I just. I want. You know, we want to get better, but um, it's good to hear from you guys when you say, "Oh, that shit was funny" or "That shit was awful" or whatever. But have a good week, guys. We will talk to you guys next week. Again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you guys in a week. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.